Welcome to Flipping Real Estate Like the Pros. Here you'll learn everything you need to know to be a successful real estate entrepreneur and achieve the financial freedom you've always wanted. There's no BS, no fluff, there's zero guru talk, just real real estate flipping knowledge. Here's your host, Greg Simpson. What is up, Alliance? I have another awesome guest for you guys today. Uh, I, with, with me today, I have Matt Hedstrom. I said, said your name right. That is correct. Okay. <laughs> I have Matt Hedstrom with me. He is a full-time real estate investor uh, and also owns multiple other businesses, uh, including uh, Real Estate Investor Association, just like I do. Uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. So, Matt, tell us a little bit about your personal life, a little bit about who you are, what you do, and, and a little bit about your business. No problem, man. I'll start with personal. I am uh, married. This Sunday, I am celebrating my 21st wedding anniversary. So, thank you much. Uh, we do have six kids together, all the way from uh, three years old, all the way through 20. I have a, uh, uh, my son is in the Marine Corps and is married also now. So, quite quite the spread. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we are foster parents as well. So two of our youngest we have adopted. They are siblings, and uh, that's pretty much what drives me, man. So as far as as far as business, yeah, uh, like you said, I have I'm a full time investor, and have several businesses that that I run that all basically kind of circulate around you know the core of investing, you know, holding company, and then uh, uh, also a licensed contracting business that does all the rehabs, uh, as well as the RIA, of course. So it pretty much sums it up. Very cool. So let's let's dive in a little bit about the business model that you have. Are you more of a wholesaler? Are you a rehabber, buy and hold? What what is your real strategy? Uh, my core, I would say, is negotiating short sales. Okay. So I, I do a ton of marketing to capture those leads, and that short sale business because I, I also have a separate negotiating company that negotiates deals around the entire country. So we through that platform though locally, that's that's what feeds my rehab business. So those those short sales that we get approved and purchase, they they all get rehabbed. So basically the other the wholesale side, there's also a wholesale side where we do a lot of uh, direct mail marketing. That it's probate and and uh, you know a lot of the lists that that people are buying, and we we try to wholesale three a month through that as as well. So but that that core is short sales, and through that come a lot of wholesales as well. So we've we've got you know we keep what I like to call tools in the belt. So we're fully versed on lease options. We can we can turn a lease option if if, uh, if that's a strategy that's needed. It's basically when those leads start coming in, you you better know what to do with them. And if you're just focused on one and and one strategy, you are going to limit yourself. That's a great point, Alliance. Pick up on that. You know you have to diversify yourself in this business. You can't just be known as a wholesaler. You can't be known just as a rehabber because at different stages of the real estate cycle, guys, some of those businesses will dry up. And if you don't have those other tools in the tool belt that Matt has, you're going to be treading water and you're going to be out of business sooner than you think. Yep, yep. And and part of that, I've been introducing a a term that I think you know a lot of guys that have been doing this a while know this, but I also like to do what I call two wholetails mm-hmm. a month. So, and and most people will say a wholetail is is that a you know is that a play on words or do you screw up? You know, no, that's that's something that you have to know the market, and know what's going on in real estate as well, and and stay versed because this is a strategy that has 
only worked for probably the last year and a half really, really well. And, and it, it may, it may go away. So you can't just focus on that and then have nothing and then start back to, you know, now what should I do? You know, that wholetailing is pretty much a, like a, uh, wholesaling and, and retail, uh, retail, uh, flip in essence. It's kind of right in between. You come in, you throw a few dumpsters out, you clean out the house, maybe throw, maybe throw some rugs in the bedrooms and, and paint it if you have to do that. But you're, you're getting it to a point where it's, it's sellable. You're not doing a full rehab, but you're trying to flip that thing and, and, and uh, make a margin on that as well. Definitely. We actually just started that. We have a couple in our pipeline currently that we are working on to do our first couple of wholetails. And we're very excited about that because we see the huge difference in the profit margins. Yep. Um, because especially what I love about wholetailing is that you are actually purchasing the property. So you're not under the gun to try and assign that contract in your inspection period. Correct. And that's where you can get make more money as well. Because guys, clients, most investors that are brand new are told to go hook, get hooked up with a realtor. And where's the realtor looking for deals for them? On the MLS. So you yep. buy it, you do that little lipstick that, that Matt's yep. talking about, and yep. you relist it with, your, with an agent, and you actually will get a lot more money for it. Yeah, I mean, we, we set a baseline of 20000 on those deals, yep. and you, you can get that. And that's only because right now it, it's, there's low inventory, and the MLS is so hot. For the, so p- people are finding those properties. You'll even have retail buyers come in and just and finish the work themselves. Yeah, the main one we're working on right now, it does need a roof and it needs an AC unit, but the rest of the house is actually in pretty good shape. So we will do a little, I mean, uh, we will probably replace the roof and the AC unit and paint the inside and leave the kitchen, leave the flooring and all that yep. stuff. And then we'll uh, retail it or wholetail it. Um, yep. So we'll put a little bit more than just the typical paint and carpet in a, in this one, uh, but it'll literally make us probably about twenty to $25,000 when we go to resell it. Yep. That's, that's hitting the numbers right on. Yep. So how did you get introduced to real estate investing, Matt? I have to say... It was directly through my local RIA, and up here the big one is uh, is the Milwaukee RIA. So I was actually selling countertops and cabinets to them, and I was probably sitting in that room for three years when the lights came on and went, "Wait a second, I I could do this." So that was a that was my direct uh, introduction to real estate. That's interesting. So how long have you been been full time in real estate? In this. Actually, as full time, it has only been a year okay. since uh, since last January. So, uh, I was I was going for about three years just messing around, <laughs> and uh, I, I was doing really well. And and it it was uh, it was actually pushed to me uh, through my coaching that that I subscribe to. I have I have coaches in a mastermind group, and they basically heard me for the last couple of years say, "Yeah, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do." And they they just stuck it to me and said, "Pick a date." And from mm-hmm. that point forward, you are no longer allowed to live on uh, anything else except real estate income. So that made it real and, yeah. and really fast. So uh, I've been doing that ever since. Haven't haven't looked back. That's great. So how long have you been doing it total? You said about four years. Yeah. Well, three years. Three years. Uh, okay. And then yeah, yep. And then this last year has been a has been full time. Okay. So tell us about your very first deal you did, and how'd you find it? Okay. It. Uh, it was a it was a short sale because that's that's basically the course that I bought, and it's I've, I've only bought a few courses and that one I'm still going full strength on. But it, it was a short sale, and uh, it was through direct marketing, doing just as I was coached to do. And I I asked it it actually was it was really neat because I I asked a question that I don't think I've asked since 
uh, when I when I got that deal, I asked the lady in the house if she knew anybody that would be interested in purchasing the house. And it just so happened that uh, she knew somebody that owned a, a restaurant down the street. And once I bought the house, I, I found out why he had uh, most of his employees were living in the basement. So he wanted that house real bad. So that was my first exposure, uh, my first deal. And I turned around, I was able to literally double close that and made quite a nice profit. And that's, that's again, when the, uh, the light went on and said, wow, you know, not only was I able to help this person, you know, from a foreclosure situation, but it turned out really well for me in the end. That's what it's all about. Finding the win-win, right? Oh, it was for sure. Awesome. So you said you're sending a bunch of direct mail. How much, how many pieces are you sending on a monthly basis? On a monthly basis with, uh, with marketing, I do keep a marketing scorecard every week that my team produces to show us, show us how many pieces, uh, with the short sales that is based on, on, on how many pre-foreclosures are coming out. So we sent to all of those. So that ends up being about, I, I would say, average right now, about 75 to 100 a week that we send out for the uh, pre-foreclosure notices. And then with probate, that's also based on how many, are, how many are filed. So those are about 50 a week. And we do, we do specifically target to send 250 postcards a week as well to other lists that we are that we've purchased. So you're not so, doing a ton of direct mail, you're, but you're doing very targeted direct mail, correct? Correct. Yep. Okay. It's uh, it's it's very targeted. I mean, I, you know, you get a lot of guys that that love to hit those those uh, absentee lists, and you can get thousands and thousands of leads that way with that direct mail. You know, the, the more targeted your list, you know, it's going to get smaller and smaller, but it's you're going to get much better, more qualified leads coming out of that. So with the with the short sales and the probate going out, you know, those come and get filed. So I can't control that as much other than going into new markets. So that stuff, that's just what it is. But we we specifically do 250 a week extra with the postcard mail links to list. Okay. So I am going to tell the Alliance and everybody listening right now that don't go to list source and buy just an absentee owner list because, like you said, you'll get thousands and thousands yeah. of them, and there's zero motivation attached to that other than the fact that they own a rental property and they don't live there. Correct. Um, so don't do that, guys. It's the cheapest list you can buy out there. It's like 8 to $0.10 cents a piece uh, per lead, but, guys, it's not targeted whatsoever. You actually can pull those leads usually for free through your MLS if you have a realtor uh, contact, believe it or not. Yep. And you're exactly right, and I'm glad you say that because, yeah, we're all here to network and help each other. And and with, you'll find if if you if you have pulled those lists that you're correct, they're not motivated. I mean, a lot of calls came in uh, since I was a market that nobody has hit before, and they they were basically telling me, "Wow, man, I had to call you because I've never seen anything like this. These postcards are amazing, and and blah blah blah." And I said, "Okay, why are you calling me? Oh, man, I just had to call and see who this was. That's it. Thanks. You know, yeah. done. So That's a waste waste of stamp and the time." Yep. You know, it's just a waste, guys. Don't do that stuff. Yep. All right. So you took that course. Would you say that the short sale is your niche? I I would definitely call it my niche, just because the negotiating side of that we have we have mastered, and I have an incredible team that all happens. It's all automated. It happens without any of my knowledge of it going on until we actually get ready to close on a deal. So with the team that I've set up and trained, that, that I would definitely call my niche. Okay. All right, Matt. So tell us about a time that you were going through a little bit of a rough patch in your business and how did you get out of the rut? And it doesn't have to necessarily be the real estate. It could be your construction business that you were doing before. 
Well, yeah, and that's good. That was when, uh, that was, you know, when I was starting out, I would say, you know, I was doing real estate, but then also trying to figure out how to keep doing that while doing the construction business. And, you know, there's, there's, there's only so much that you can do, of course. And there's a, there's a great chart out there that uh, maybe I can point point to in a website later you can put it up on your uh, on your website where it, it breaks down the uh, five to ten dollar an hour rolls mm-hmm. and then hundred dollar and then a thousand dollar and then ten thousand dollar an hour and after seeing that and seeing that everything that I was doing was in that five to ten dollar an hour range and knowing that I could never even touch that thousand and ten thousand dollar an hour range of things that I could be doing to basically work on my business instead of in my business that's that's the uh, that's that was a deciding factor. Where okay, there's only so much that I can do and so much that I can grow if if I if I do not basically get a dream team, as I would call it, together. Most definitely. Did you get that from Dan Schwartz? From oh, ha- absolutely, man. Yep. We actually I had him on yep. the show prior, and we kind of dived in or dove into that uh, that chart quite a bit. Um, yep. So if you haven't listened to that that episode, guys, go find the, the episode with Dan Schwartz in it. Uh, we talk about the eighty twenty rule. Uh, in that chart, and that's exactly what it's all about. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's sobering, man. To you know, to look that up and, and and place yourself in those roles with what you're doing and what you need to be doing. Absolutely. So, what's the craziest deal you've ever gone through, Matt? Uh, craziest, I would say. Man, it's uh, I guess depending on what uh, what day of the week. It's uh, there's there's quite a few, but I, I guess I, I will go over one story. I mean, in this business. I I like to tell people that I am in the marketing business and in the problem solving business because that's what it becomes. If you if you understand all these different strategies, you can help people out of a lot of bad situations. And I had one where I I, I met a an agent for the first time, and uh, she had gone and rehabbed a house that another broker in town had purchased from a sheriff's sale, and confirmation of sale didn't happen for several months, which is very odd. And so she went in and put all of her money into it, rehab the thing. And he came back and said, oh, I don't have the money to confirm, so I'm going to have somebody else buy it. So thank you very much for your time and, and effort in this place. So she was uh, she was getting the shaft big time. So I immediately was able to, to, to hit the ground and uh, found a buyer immediately, uh, had to had to try to get all parties in one room. And this was a one time that I remember my, uh, my title company, the, uh, the agent was in my office at the closing and she called me whispering and she is an ex Marine. Well, once a Marine, always a Marine. So she, she's a Marine and she called me in the office whispering saying, please come here now, you know, and had to go and mediate between all parties as far as what exactly was happening, uh, everybody was asking me if this was a legal transaction the way that I had set it all up in order for us to purchase this property or, or to get the, the buyer in it. So in the end, all parties were satisfied. Everybody made money, including myself, and a family was uh, able to get in there as their first home. And uh, a year later, they just called me and showed me a lot of the stuff that they'd done and having their first baby and turned out really, really well in the end after the craziness. How about that? That's, that's a good one. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> All right. So what's the one thing you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in this business? Uh, that's a good question. I would say I would tell people that you need a coach. 
and if not, if not going to that measure right away, man, you need to be active in your RIA and and in networking and and get some kind of education that's uh, some kind of accountability that's coming. But I would not be where I am today without having a coach. That's good. I mean, I, I have to agree, especially with the RIA. You know, you know, both of us, you know, you and I both own RIAs, and we understand the power that uh, that RIAs bring to, to yes. newbies. Yeah. Um, so with constant newbies entering the business, how do you separate yourself from them? Man, honestly, I uh, I have to go with Grant Cardone's 10x rule on that one. I'm literally and... wearing the 10x rule hat right now. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yep. Hey, man, we got a lot of stuff. We got we got uh, <laughs> Schwartz going on, and we can dance Schwartz. We got uh, 10x. I I basically just say, look. I don't even look at competition. I don't have competition. I dominate my sector, and I don't even I don't even turn to the side. I, I believe in that 100. percent It's all about domination. Yep. Um, so, what do you think is the most common mistake that newbies make when they get started? They definitely are not consistent with almost anything that they they touch. They uh, just just like us, I can guarantee you're in the same boat. It's uh, shiny pennies that we're uh, we're chasing a lot. But if you don't start your business and have something that you are doing consistently, you will not make it. It's it's you know, and obviously marketing is such a key in this. Most people send out to a list, you know, don't get any good calls and and get discouraged and say, well, that didn't work or the opposite. They get a couple of deals. They just start pounding it. They go after it. They finally get them closed and then they go, Oh wait, there's now what I got to start marketing again. You know, they, they're now, now they have to sit and wait for calls to come back in. So they also, they also tend, I would say, uh, they, they basically tend to overanalyze everything and, and they, they, there's just no action that takes place. I, I know so many guys that, Tell me, okay, man, it's it's been a year. I've got my business set up, my office, my website, my business cards, my my credibility packet going. I'm I'm ready to go. And for me, it was basically I was told, get your marketing out today. That's what you're doing. Done. I had no idea what even a title company or what what you know I, any of the other components and all the moving parts that were going to take place. I just sent the marketing out, and when the first call came in, I was terrified. You know, I thought, oh, I, I didn't expect the phone to ring. So, but I just did. I just took massive action every time I was told, take this step next, take this step next. You don't need to worry about closing yet because you don't even have a deal. You don't need to worry about private money yet because you don't have a deal. So just take action. I think that those are the two things that we get answered every single time I ask that question from our guests, you know, not taking enough action and not being consistent with your marketing. Um, yep. And I, I used to struggle with my consistency and my marketing, probably the, the number one thing in my business. And believe it or not, I talked to Dan Schwartz about it. And sure enough, he went ahead and created the direct mail system through InvestorFuse. And yep. it's a set it and forget it. And I absolutely love it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You're, you're t even the uh, new Elixir campaign yep, that you it. can. Uh, yep. It's uh, it's phenomenal. It really is. So in your market currently, Matt. What do you think yep. is the best real estate strategy? Is it wholesaling, lease options, buy and holding, apartments? What What's the big thing going on there? I would say right now there with with a lot of the uh, with low inventory and with a lot of the newbies out there, it's it's extremely easy to wholesale right now. So that that is a a number one that I'm seeing. Uh, lease options are still very strong if you can get off market properties even. 
because you have so many buyers still that are now sitting on cash and they still cannot, they're, they're getting close, but they still cannot get that thing funded. They can't, they're, they're still a few steps away from a mortgage. So with, with, with the buying and holding, I would put that at three right now, but it's, uh, you know, you just got to watch out, especially you, know, you got to know your numbers on that, but there are a ton of renters out there still. So I just, I choose to hold when I can get a free and clear property. So I have to definitely buy it right. So I, I don't, I don't leverage things and, and, uh, and build my portfolio that way. But cash is king right now. If uh, even on the MLS, I mean, there are great deals there too. Not so much here in Tampa. I can tell you that. No. <laughs> <laughs> a little different. Yep. Okay, Matt. So what would you say was the, the main key adjustment you made that catapulted your business to the next level? The main thing was, as, as we've been talking about uh, with, with Dan and Investor Fuse, getting, getting a CRM system in place and, and automating my business was absolutely the, the, the one thing that changed everything. So with capturing new leads through you know, third parties like CallRail and PatLive and having assistance that will, that will take the calls for me uh, without having that CRM in place and getting all of this automated, then you're doing it yourself and, and it's it's not effective and you can't grow. Absolutely agree. And and Dan's going to love us because we're plugging investors quite a bit, but Hey, <laughs> uh, we're both big believers in it and we use yep. it every day in our business. And uh, what I love about investor fuse again, is like you said, the automation stuff. Yep. I actually, lo- I actually sat on my phone one Sunday evening about three or four weeks ago. And I literally was just clicking buttons and sending contracts both via email Yep. via electronic signature and even by mail without having to put the, you know, you know, print it and stuff it and stamp it and handwrite it. Yep. It just goes out. And that's, what's so beautiful about automation through investor fuse. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it, and, and with doing that, you know, we've even received in the, in the last few months, those contracts come back signed in the mail sometimes. And, uh, you know, at, at that point you wonder, what did I do wrong? But, you know, if, if your numbers are right in the beginning, and, and they're very motivated. You you now, like you said, you didn't do anything except hit a button, and all of a sudden you get a contract back in the mail, and you're you're ready to go. Then it's absolutely crazy. Yep, <laughs> it it is. It it's it, it actually can be terrifying, man, because yeah, you're wondering, uh oh, why did, they didn't even call the negotiate or anything? Yeah, what's so, wrong? What did I miss? <laughs> but, yep, that's it's exactly it. So, guys, uh, Alliance, if you are interested in getting Investor Fuse, please go to FlippingRealEstateLikeThePros.com on our uh, affiliates tab. Uh, we do have uh, a link there for Investor Fuse, and if you type in the code Alliance, you actually get 5% off of Investor Fuse every single month. Um, we also do have, you know, both Matt and I use Pat Live to answer our phone calls 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. And there is a special on there as well for you to fill out if you're interested in getting Pat Live set up for your business as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Matt, what's the average wholesale fee up in your area? It it depends on the investors and, and if that's their big strategy. For me, I I set every wholesale at a minimum of ten thousand. Okay, but we have guys. You know, I have I have big investors up here that they literally they only buy at the sheriff sale still, and they're they have no problem. Twenty five hundred to five thousand a deal because they'll do three a week, off off of uh, for wholesale fees. But I would say average is in that five thousand to seventy five hundred range. Okay, that's about what it is here too. Okay, 
It just depends, and then that's why wholesaling is becoming a lot more sexy here. Oh yeah, um, because of because of the the shortage of inventory. Yep. All right, Matt. So tell us, uh, are you a book guy? Oh, absolutely, man. It's right. uh, so. What's absolutely. your favorite book? Oh, favorite. Yeah, I know it. It is. It is actually. It's. It's kind of not fair, I guess. <laughs> um, so, uh, man. If if I just rattle down, I mean, just what I'm recently reading, and sometimes again, um, Grant Grant Cardone's follow up, "Be Obsessed or Be Average," mm-hmm. is uh, is is killer because it's a follow up to 10x rule. But um, I mean, I, I guess six months ago, even I mean, the one thing was 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 top. Um, when you're starting out, your favorite book should be the E Myth. <laughs> you know, that's another great one. Great uh, one. It is. So right now, I think I'll put favorite though towards. Uh, uh, traction. Have you heard of that one? Gino Wickman? I have. I have. Get, a, yep. Get a grip on your business. It's in the, the, so. the queue for 2017 first quarter. Right on, man. Read. Yep. So, but yeah, you, you have to be reading. I mean, whether it's, you know, for personal value or, or, you know, especially in this business, you've got to be reading at least 20 minutes a day. And the, the best way to do that, that I found is through audible. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm a big audible guy. Yeah. We have a, we have a guy in our coaching group who he, uh, he he basically snuffed that out and said, "Nope, I've, I think I've read three books in my life. That's it. I'm not I'm not I'm not a reader. I can't read. Blah blah blah." And we said, "Well, that's a limiting belief, man." So we turned him on to to Audible, and he came back to our next retreat in just one quarter and had read 53 books on Audible. What? Yeah, he he's a uh, technician in the field, and so he mm. every, every day driving and working, and he just he just crushed it and it changed his life. Beautiful. That's awesome. That's yeah. That's that's incredible because you know I'm a, we're investors. We drive around a lot, so I do listen to a lot of ebooks. Yep. Um, and podcasts as well. So, do you have a favorite podcast that you listen to? Or no, I don't right now. I've been okay. I've been searching around right now. I think I'll have to uh, start listening to. Uh, have you heard of that guy, Greg Simpson? I haven't actually. Okay. Well, so, <laughs> he's got this alliance group, flipping real estate like the pros. So, no, it's there's great great info uh, everywhere, and so I mean you've got your your bigger pockets and uh, mm-hmm. and such, and th- those are all great info on there. But yeah, I in this business, man, education is is king, and and you are educating yourself if you can just pull a nugget out of every podcast and and every book. Absolutely, I try to you know even if the book is terrible, just like in the ten x rule, Grant says. You know, even if he, you know, gets one golden nugget out of a terrible book and spent yep. twenty bucks on it, that yep. can make him a million dollars. Yep, that's it's worth that twenty bucks in that, that 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 painstaking time to get through those bad books. And we've all had bad books that we've read, but I swear I've always gotten at least something out of somebody's book. Yep, I agree. So Matt, before I let you go, do you have anything else you'd like to share with the Alliance about your business and how to catapult, uh, either whether they're newbies? getting started or someone that's seasoned to looking to take it to the next level? Yeah, I would, I would say that, uh, man, you gotta, you, you've got to have a plan, you know, you've, you've got to pick something and go a specific target and you got to follow a recipe. So, you know, whatever that is, uh, I, I've got guys that, like I said, only do share sales and they crush it. I, I have a system where I put door tags on people's doors that look like uh, uh, delivery services. Uh, we do that driving around my, my assistants do that every day we send out to we go to sheriff sales we put door tags on we, we do door knocks we send out postcards we hit the mls you've, you've just got to be hitting these multiple streams but at first man you just got to pick one and go and get yourself a plan and then just start saying yes to everything <laughs> just just 
you know, opportunities that come, you have to, you have to think that they were placed in front of you for a reason. So you, you got to vet them. So it, it's, uh, once you once you start saying yes and going after something, man, don't allow distractions like TV or Facebook to get in your way. Just just go after everything now, man. Make make this next month your absolute biggest achievement. Boom, 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 boom. That's a great way to end the show, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate your time, man. No problem. Thanks a lot for having me, Greg. You've just listened to another flipping real estate like the pros podcast. You're another step closer to fulfilling your dreams as a successful real estate entrepreneur. We'd like to thank you for putting your trust in us to be your guide into this exciting venture called real estate investing. For more information, visit our website at www.flippingrealestatelikethepros.com. Catch you on the flip side, Alliance.